Listen, it's time now to hear the quiet revolution. Welcome back to The Quiet Revolution, Ways of Knowing. It's a beautiful fall afternoon here in eastern Montana near Busby, and we're gathered around the campfire at the farm of Linwood Tallbull. L-I-N-W-O-O-D-T-A-L-L-B-U-L-L. The farm is along the Rosebud Creek where his family has lived since they took that arduous journey with the other Northern Cheyenne back from Oklahoma in the 1870s and literally ran in 1879 under gunfire north from Fort Robinson, Nebraska, all the way back to the land that is now in eastern Montana. Linwood is, and his uh, father William Talbot before him, was an ethnobotanist for the Northern Cheyenne. They understood and taught the healing power of plants. My first meeting with Linwood, though, was not about plants. He and his fellow instructors at Chief Dullknife College had planned a surprise mini powwow and feast for our new Malian, West African, mid-career scientist coming to earn a graduate degree in the College of Ag at Montana State University. Linwood was the storyteller, historian, who introduced his culture to these Malian scientists, their first time in the United States and not speaking much English. Now, 15 years later, Linwood has become an essential part of our MSU teaching team as he weaves plants into the history of the Tististas and the Sutail who came together to be the Northern Cheyenne Nation, whose capital is Lame Deer, Montana. Listen carefully. You may find, as my students and I did, a new respect for plants, for plants you may already know from your training, but may not know as a plant being and their close relationship to humans. My name is Linwood Tobel. The place I was raised uh, about, uh, it's about two and two miles from the, on the Highway 213 going to Sheridan on the Kirby Valley. And I, my family have always lived there. And that's where I live right now. And uh, it's a, uh, it's a good place to be raised, you know. They, they have probably some of the m most plants of any place, and it's uh, it's always good to have a be from a place that has so many memories, fond memories. Every part of this land has a memory. I I I still remember every every different parts of it that uh, where we picked turnips with the grandmother, or where an old man used to walk by every day every other day with a wheelbarrow, pushing a wheelbarrow, going to town and or going to the bus beach, which was five miles away. He would push a wheelbarrow every day. Uh, there is, every part of the land has a story. Uh, every creek bend has a story where we fished, where we had campfires, where we dried meat, where, where our bridges were. Uh, Everything has a memory. Uh, there's a good memory of the place. That's, that's why I like the land, uh, because with Indian life, everything has a story. The, uh, every plant, every bug, everything has a story. 
when our Creator created the uh, land and placed animals and trees and grasses and bugs and different things on that that land that He created, He gave all each of them a spirit, and because they had that spirit, they uh, they were. They were willing to share their gifts with man. They were uh, they were all happy because they were all they were all related. They believed that we are related to everything on this earth, the trees and everything, the elements. They are our relatives. So this is how we look at stuff like that. And uh, a lot of people that that are lost in this scientific thing studies and rely on that, they will never understand spirituality of the Indian people because they're always looking for an excuse to tear something up or correct something. And uh, looking at scientific things, things in a scientific way is, uh, is, is, isn't how you deal with the way Indians think how Indians are taught. How can you get a plant to help you with healing if you don't believe in it? The Indian people, uh, a lot of our healing is done from the inside out. We look for the root cause. Uh, Western medicine is, is the opposite. It looks from the outside in. That's how their healing is done. Uh, so the the healing differences are are there is a, there is a lot of difference there, and when you understand about how maybe your grandmother would sit talking to plants and while she was by herself, and you could hear her laughing. Now a lot of people would say, well person must be nuts. Well, they just don't understand that they did believe, they do believe that we are related to everything. It's just like sitting there talking with your cousin. Even though your this tree is, you take as one of your relatives. I would listen to my grandmother's laugh, one of my grandmother's laugh, and and when I'd go down there later on, I would see a piece of meat, I would see a piece of bread, I would see a potato at the, at the base of that tree. And what she did was she fed that tree. And it, that was really unique to me. And this, these are the types of, uh, this, is, this is how we grew up. And when we were able to uh, appreciate things like this and, and instilled a memory in us because it's uh, every, like I said, everything has a story. Every plant has a story. And it, uh, some of them are long stories, but uh, it was how our people, our children were able to learn because they love stories. So coming from this valley, it, it holds so many memories. Right across the, the creek is where my grandmother used to 
told me of uh, the last buffalo that was killed on the reservation. And it was, uh, it was very, very interesting to, uh, to be with her when we dug it up. Dug up the hide that they had hid in the skull. And it was real interesting that way. And uh, so every part of this land holds a memory to the Indian people. Uh, different mountain ranges, and they uh, they love the land. The song you just heard is a traditional Sundance ceremony song of the Northern Cheyenne. All of our legends, you know, uh, they say they're just legends. And uh, no one chooses to believe in them, except maybe the Indian people. And many of them refuse to talk about them because they're, they'll be uh, subject to uh, the scientific definitions. And uh, that kind of ruins everything. Uh, it takes the soul and the, the, the living being from every, every plant. Even the stones live forever. We believe that everything is life. And uh, how can scientifically you say that the stone has life? Uh, are you going to listen to its heartbeat? Are you going to 
knowing how we've been raised. We just, we respect that stone because it holds, when we pray with a stone in our hand, our prayer lives forever because the stone lives forever. See, this is what we really need to do now. We need to preserve our heritage. We need to take our families to the hills to pick berries, to have our picnics in the hills again, and, and get them a reawakening on nature. And it's uh, the wonderful gifts that it gives to us. Just uh, spread a blanket down by the river or by the creek, to pick turnips, to pick teas, and to have the children jump in the creeks and pick uh, mint along the banks. This is just not a tea that it is a memory. That's what all of our teachings are about, is to, is to uh, expand everything and say, uh, this is a memory that you're gonna have for the rest of your life. This is how we teach, this is how the tea, the woman taught plants. So that's probably the message that I would give is that the mothers, we need to take responsibility and start teaching our children again. Uh, they're, uh, they're ready. And uh, it, their te a woman's teaching is so powerful that uh, I see a great future for the Indian people will always survive because of that. Well, thank you, Linwood. Your stories always seem to take us into experiences we've not imagined, but never fail to teach us lasting plant lessons. For those of you who are listening online and would like to hear a few more of Linwood's stories, check on the website nc-plantlore.org. Well, it's been an interesting time around Linwood's campfire. Come and join us next time as we travel to Lame Deer, Montana to hear more Northern Cheyenne stories. See you next time on The Quiet Revolution. Let us hear from you. You can write us at our email, thequietrevolutionpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. And thank you for listening.